You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. And we are live with the Standing Room Spartans podcast. I am Kevin. He is Scott. We're not going to waste any time here. Let's get to the picks. All right. We've got uh, three noon games this week. So getting uh, kicking it off early in Manhattan. Manhattan, Kansas, of course. Uh, I don't know what other Manhattan I'd be talking about. Number 17, TCU, the Horned Frogs, the Fighting Andy Daltons, going to Manhattan to take on the ranked... Is it Number... Manhattan or Lawrence? I think it's Lawrence, right? Is it Lawrence? Manhattan's Kansas State, the little oh, apple. Well, shame on me. Anyway, uh, I still got my Manhattan jokes in. Number 19, <laughs> Kansas, which we haven't said in maybe my life. I don't know. Uh, noon on FS1. So this could be a battle for the Big 10 or Big 12. Excuse me. I'm just off to a terrible start. So this one <laughs> opened on Run Your Pool. TCU on the road against a ranked team. Minus six and a half, which has expanded on DraftKings right now to TCU minus seven. Kevin, Kansas losing by a touchdown at home as we're going Kansas, baby. Like this, the best story in college football going right now. If you're not picking Kansas, that just means you hate fun. This is the first time since uh, it was like 2006, 2007. I remember Kansas was like legitimately in the national title picture and then just fell off a cliff. Um, you got to go Kansas if you like fun. I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm not a big fan of fun. Um, I I prefer doom and gloom. It's been raining for like six straight days. I haven't seen the sun in a week, so maybe this is influencing my hate of fun. <laughs> I just, you look at Kansas schedule so far and they have won all their games, but it hasn't been pretty. There's been close games and they haven't, <clears throat> excuse me, they haven't played a great team yet tcu has shown they can beat good teams on the road they just absolutely demolished oklahoma um i think the jenga tower that is kansas football has to fall at some point this year i think this is the week i my heart wants kansas but i'm tired of picking with my heart i'm doing terrible in the picks this year it's time to bring my my logic and reason back into the picture i hate fun i hate fun give me the uh the horned frogs to to win and cover all right, so we're going back to some traditional powerhouses, although ones that, uh, or at least one that hasn't been good in, in a little while. Number eight, 
Tennessee. I don't know the last time Tennessee was a legit top 10 team. I think they are a legit top 10 team this year, traveling down to Baton Rouge to take on number 25 LSU. Kevin, they are in Baton Rouge, right? I'm right about Correct. that one. Correct. All right, great. Noon on ESPN opened at on Run Your Pool at Tennessee minus two and a half. That has ballooned to on DraftKings to Tennessee minus three. So uh, going into Death Valley to take a, a field goal win, Kevin, do you think the fighting gaudy orange gets it done? I'm not, I'm not a very principled man. There, there are very few strong principles that I have. I'm pretty open-minded. I'm, I'm changing my mind about a lot of things. One of the principles I do have is I, I will almost never, unless there are some insane circumstances, pick against LSU at home. And it's just one of those places that dreams go to die at Tiger Stadium, Death Valley. I did, you said this is a noon game. It's it's not a night game, which kind of brings a little bit of that out of it. But, man, that place is tough to play. And it's still a talented football team. I think they're they're kind of turning around a little bit after a slow start to the season. Got LSU. I, I, I'm just going to keep fading Tennessee, and they're going to keep losing me money, I guess. But... Um, give me the Tigers. Wow. All right. We, we do not like each other today, this week. Um, LSU lost to Florida State at home to start this year. Um, since then, they haven't re- they haven't played anybody ranked. They snuck by Auburn by four points last week on the road. Um, I, I haven't seen anything from them that leads me to believe they're really legit this year um tennessee on the other hand i watched them go into pit into a really challenging atmosphere in week two and come out with a win with bad through a lot of adversity in that game they beat florida by five last week at home i know baton rouge is a hard place to play i get that i acknowledge that but uh, i think tennessee is is more legit this year than they've been in a long time they've beat good teams on the road they've beat good teams at home this year lsu hasn't beat anybody good yet and has lost to a bad team so just got to follow the numbers here. Give me Tennessee to win and cover. It's a it's a slim spread too, so I'm I'm satisfied with uh, LS or with Tennessee, but I don't like it because I hate picking Tennessee. It's one of those teams I just have a grudge against for no reason. I know, so, same. Not happy about it, but uh, but we're gonna roll with it. All right, the what, Texas Oklahoma game is that the Red River Showdown? I think so. Red River Red River Shootout. If you're a Shootout. traditionalist. Red River uh, yeah, showdown or that. rivalry. If you are uh, at the Texas uh, State Fair, which never seemed fan. fair to me, no pun intended, because it's Texas and Oklahoma, and they're putting it in Texas at Texas State Fair. But anyway, um, I think they play this one in the Cotton Bowl, right? Noon yeah. on ABC. Always a crazy game, and usually two good teams. This year, two not so good teams. Two chaotic teams. Two teams prone to making mistakes, which I think only makes this matchup juicier. Uh, this one on Run Your Pool opened at Texas minus six and a half. They've been a little bit more consistent so far this year, um, although not great. And it's currently on DraftKings at Texas by a touchdown. So Texas minus seven. Kevin, ooh, this one's stinky. yeah. The the two kind of partners in crime abandoning the Big Twelve, going to the SEC because you know they're they're the class of the conference. Both go into this game unranked while there is a ranked matchup between TCU and Kansas, which is hilarious. Of course. Uh, like, like you said, 
it's just kind of feels like a chaos game between two chaos teams, neither of which I really believe are very good. At which point, I just take the points. So give me Oklahoma plus six and a half, not for any other reason than I just, I don't think there's a whole lot separating these teams. They're both kind of weird. And this game is always nuts. It's always like 58 to 54 with some weird missed field goals and safeties and touchdowns and two-point conversions. And it's always fun to watch no matter how good these teams are. But give me Oklahoma. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm in a similar boat. We finally found our common ground here. Um Texas it, it just I don't it's, this game's always close, always. And it can start 28 to nothing and still end in a three-point game. I would like it a lot more if I could get that Texas minus 7 on run your pool because six and a half is always a stinky line to pick. Um you know, Texas gets the game-winning touchdown an extra point and, and you're out your money. But uh yeah, I I'm taking the points here. I think it's it's a close game again. Um, two, three, four point win for either team, but uh, I'm going to go with Oklahoma as well. All right, leaving um, Big 12 country, leaving the South, going out West, we've got number 11, Utah, who has looked pretty good so far this year, going down to the, the best home atmosphere in the country. Kevin, if you like empty seats, if that's your thing, number 18, UCLA, 330 on Fox. Um. It's just, I mean, it's a top 20 matchup. Do you think UCLA can get to like 40% capacity in the Rose Bowl? <laughs> Probably not. Uh, there's nothing better than, you know, mid-season Pac-12 Big Ten matchup between uh, Utah and UCLA. I You'll sense a trend here. Home dog. Give me the Bruins plus four and a half. They've looked r- sneaky, really good this year. They pretty easily dispatched Washington the other week. Um, It was, I think it was one of those, like the final score looks a little closer than the game did. If you were watching it, Um, Dorian Thompson Robinson, UCLA's quarterback is electric. He is a lot of fun to watch. He made two, it was like a blooper reel. He made two Washington defenders just run into each other and knock each other over as he walked into the end zone. Um, So if you're giving me a few points here, I do think Utah is probably the better team. But I just really like how UCLA is playing right now. And if you're giving me more than a field goal, I think it'll be close. I'll take UCLA. Oh, man, we have so Big much. Big 10 pride. Conflict. Big 10 pride. This uh, this week, we've got, I don't know, UCLA, they don't get a home field advantage. You know, it's pretty much a, it's pretty much a scrimmage when you go into the Rose Bowl. Um, Utah's been rolling since they got home from their one-point loss to Florida to open the year. And uh, I don't see anything different here. I think UCLA or geez, Utah rolls. Um, yeah, not, not, not much more to it than that. Before um, we get to the next matchup here, of course, we're, we're looking at our lines from our partners at DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Um, big plays, bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Everyone can also boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. So if you're looking at uh, Utah and and UCLA and you want to parlay the Dorian Thompson-Robinson over rushing yards with the UCLA money line or something, that's always available to you at DraftKings with the stepped-up same-game parlays. You can play them 
once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TPPN for the Pigskin Podcast Network, of which we're a proud member, to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TPPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, a couple games left here on the docket. All right, we've got the uh, number 16 Third Testaments going to uh, South Bend to take on the New <laughs> Testaments. So we've got the, the Mormons at the Catholics, number 16 BYU at Notre Dame, 730 on NBC. Not at pool. Notre Dame, in Las Vegas. In the strangest neutral site matchup and location of all time. All right, missed that one. That makes it even juicier. Yeah, the the Mormons and the BYU traveling Notre Dame in Vegas. Uh, it's perfect. It's college football in a nutshell. This one is at uh, minus three and a half on both Run Your Pool and DraftKings for Notre Dame. Um, I've got my thoughts on that. Like I said, this one's seven thirty on eight or on NBC. Uh, Notre Dame's home, Kevin. Sin City, what do you think? I it, Notre Dame has looked a lot better the last couple weeks than they did at the start of the year, where you know they were, they were making people real nervous about that uh, Marcus Freeman hire. I actually, you know, it's as we are Michigan State fans. I just picked up. Uh, I have a college fantasy football team. I just picked up Audric Estime. Michigan State fans will know that name. He is starting to play some real good football for them. He is a bowling ball nightmare he was playing fullback and then they just started giving him more carries um but all of that said i just think byu is the better football team right now i think notre dame they're starting to put some pieces together and in the next couple years that could be a really formidable team but right now i just i don't think they're very talented and byu they have a really good quarterback they're an experienced team like they always are they're all 28 years old uh, they've all done their mission trips and and everything, so um, it's a little closer to home for BYU as well. Maybe you'll get a little sort of a a semi home field advantage there. I'm not sure. I'm sure the Notre Dame fans that have money will travel, but I think BYU is just the better football team. So it's it's not too many points that I have to lay here, and I'll take uh, the Cougars. Yep. I'm uh, going to keep my answer short. Notre Dame stinks. BYU doesn't. BYU wins. I was a little nervous when I thought it was in South Bend because, well, they were the the road team. But take that out of it, and and I think BYU. You're giving me points with BYU. I'll right. take them. Uh, all right. Uh, usually an interesting matchup. Uh, two teams that have had drastically different outcomes so far to start this year. Texas A&M, who started, I think, in the top five uh, in the preseason, now is unranked. Traveling to Tuscaloosa to take on number one Alabama. This one, uh, usually AM loves to be a thorn in Nick Saban's side, but boy, have they not lived up to expectations this year. Eight o'clock on CBS, Alabama opened on Run Your Pool at minus 24 and a half. That's at minus 24 right now on DraftKings. Three and a half touchdown favorite at home, Kevin. AM, can they play spoiler? Can they cover? What do you think? These things have gotten pretty rough for the Aggies. They they lost last week 42 to 24 to Mississippi State. It's just kind of one of those like the train has left the tracks. It is tough. Now for Alabama, Bryce Young, reigning Heisman Trophy winner, he left the last game with an injury. I think it was his shoulder. So you don't really feel super confident about having him back in the lineup or at 100%. Doesn't matter. I I think because 
Texas A&M beat Alabama last year, Alabama is never going to let the foot off the gas if they get up in this game. So when you look at a big number and say, well, you know, what if this gets to the fourth quarter and they kind of put it on cruise control and a garbage time touchdown gets you a backdoor cover? I don't think that's in play this week because Alabama is going to be pissed going into this game against Texas A&M because they kind of ruined their season a bit last year. So roll tide, roll damn tide. I, first of all, I absolutely hate picking big Alabama spreads. I hate it. I I've always hated it. It's impossible. The bigger the spread, the harder the pick. Um, I had picked Alabama and something grumbled deep down that said A&M keeps it close enough. I mean, this isn't, you can lose by three touchdowns and cover if you're A&M here. They do have talent. Bryce Young probably is out. I don't think it's going to be a close game, but 24 and a half points in a matchup that usually A&M gets up for. I mean, A&M Bama is a lot like Michigan State. Even when they're down playing Michigan, they just find a way to be competitive in this game. Um, I think they just keep it close enough to cover this one. I hate the pick. Like I said, I hate picking Alabama when they're or picking either side of an Alabama matchup when there's a big spread, but I'll take A&M in this one. Don't like it, but all right, Kevin, the time has come. Number three, Ohio State coming into the woodshed to take on our Michigan State Spartans, 4 p.m. on ABC. Side note, I absolutely love that we've gotten a 3.30 or 4 o'clock or a night game every matchup this year haven't played a noon game yet maybe that's why we keep losing but personally <laughs> i love that 3 30 4 o'clock it's it's the optimal college football time slot it's no no argument so we get our perfect time slot for our perfect game this one opened <laughs> on run your pool ohio state minus 25 and a half has expanded to ohio state minus 27 basically call it four touchdowns what do you think? That's not enough, man. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. This was like a no hesitation pick. I will say, you know, I I gamble. I bet on sports. I don't bet a whole lot of money. I didn't bet on this one, even though I think it might be free money <laughs> because I just, I can't live in a world where even just a touch of my subconscious in the back of my head is like a little bit happy when Ohio State scores that one touchdown that puts him over that number. Just yeah, I don't even want that to enter my world. So I I didn't do it because I love my team, but this might be free money. Like you're you're giving me this Ohio State team against the way that Michigan State's playing right now, the injuries that we have. We're without our three best defensive players. And you're telling me Ohio State only has to win by four touchdowns? Like I, I don't know, man. I, like, what are we missing here? Because this looks like free money to me. Ohio State almost covered twice this spread by halftime last year, <laughs> and I, in my opinion, they're better this year, and and we're clearly worse this year. I. I there's nothing other than pride that gives me any hope that we will cover this spread. And I'd, and I I hate saying that about my team. Like it, fine I, it's at home and it last year it was at the shoe, but this is going to be like 30% Buckeyes minimum 
in that. And I hate saying this too, but like, again, if, if you have any pride dot, 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 this is like four weeks in a row now where we're going off of that narrative. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) at a certain point, at what, at what point is it not gut check time anymore? And it's just like, uh, I guess we just kind of suck and we're playing a really good team. I don't know. Like, it, it, yeah, I mean, it is pride. Like you're playing a great team, but you're playing at home, and you want to you want to respect your home field. But I just, I mean, take the emotions out of it. This is like a forty point game minimum, unless uh, from what we've seen so far, maybe we'll pull something out we haven't shown this year. Maybe things will start to click. Not gonna hold my breath on that. Right. I like Ohio State here. Uh, of course, I'll be watching. Of course, that's not what I hope will happen. But like I said, I am uh, I'm tired of doing so poorly. I did have if we want to wrap it up here with a little update on our picks. I did finally have a good week last week. I went five and two, um, which is rare for me. But uh, so did Spencer Dayton. Ninety seven had a seven and zero week last week. Seven and zero for Spencer Dayton. Ninety seven. Sparty Martin keeping the Martin name going at six and one. Our guy Nico, Nico. also six and one. All right. Uh, th- Three other six and one. So we had six people go six and one or better. Another four, including myself, went five and two. Sean, Kevin, no, go I'm ahead. Looking for you, but I'm doing it's, a lot of scrolling here. Uh, three. Our and guy four. Sean okay. Vergoven. Sean Vergoven up at six and one too. He's he's been listening for a long time. Got to shout him out. Dave Racy, forty one, good friend, six and one week. Some good weeks up on the board. We lost. I'm just trying to. <laughs> who was leading last nate was oh no nate wasn't rolling he's 11 and 23 oh no nate was was at the bottom he's, yeah. he's starting to climb up a little bit we had a leader i'm trying to find it but i can't be white was yeah, nate there, above 500 there, last there. week there we go all right he's, he's getting back on the board so uh yeah we are continuing to roll get your picks in um you can probably miss a week and still be in it here and there so if you've already missed a week keep those picks rolling you never know what happens later in the year currently sparty martin is now pacing the group with 21 points but it's close we got spencer dayton at 20 we've got three folks at 19 four at 18 including nico uh kevin you're at 17 yep we're, uh, we're within striking 16 here. i'm at 15 so i'm 15 and 19 but you know leaders only at 21 and it's a long season we're not even halfway through the season so um keep getting those picks in it's close it's still within reach for for most of us who have kept up with it this this year and, and it's never too late to jump in um, jared de down here with five and 15 not off to a good start to the season plenty of season left jared don't give up he can do it. I have faith in him. So, yeah, that's where we're at. Um, it's been fun. The picks have been fun. We tried to keep this one short. We, we we shot for 25 minutes. We're looking at like 21 and change right now. So, Kevin, let's keep this thing short for the folks here. You got anything to uh, wrap us up? Any favorite uh, lunacy prop bets you threw in this week on DraftKings or anything? I really don't. I, this is like the first I've been – pretty fortunate to have like no weekend plans for most of this season so far this weekend my mom is in town so we'll be watching the michigan state game of course my mom is also a michigan state grad uh season ticket holder for a long time we will watch the michigan state game but i don't know how much other college football that i'm going to be able to watch and i'm like i i bet on a lot of games throughout the weekend usually but if i'm not watching 
I'm not usually like, I don't bet just for money. I bet to make a game that I'm watching more interesting. So I don't really have a whole lot of bets out there. I haven't really honestly paid a whole ton of attention to the slate this week compared to normal because uh, I finally have like plans that, that will kind of keep me away from the TV. So I'll watch Michigan state. I don't know how much of the other stuff I'm going to get eyes on, but um, it is a really good slate. It is one that I wish I was on the couch a little bit more for. All right, well, let's wrap it up then. So, uh, yeah, enjoy the weekend. Hope the beers are cold. If you're heading up to East Lansing, just support the team. You know, do, don't do do the Boo Birds too early, all right? If they deserve it, then they deserve it. But if we go three and out on the first drive and it's still 0-0, zero, zero, don't, don't hesitate on the, on the Boo Birds for a little while. If it does get out of hand, hey, we get it. Um, it might be rough, but just find, again, we talked about it in the preview, find ways to enjoy it. You know, make a drinking game out of it. Make a, make some kind of prop bet sheet with your friends. Do do something uh, to make this a not miserable viewing experience. Have some fun, you know. And hey, again, you never know. It's college football. So until uh, until the recap on Monday, hope everybody enjoys the weekend. Go green. Go white. Take care, folks.